listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for listening to our show here this morning. Um, we're going to switch uh, gears here, but not that much. Kind of the same theme here is how can we help each other during this uh, time of the coronavirus COVID-19 situation? And on the line with us, we have Glenn Van Cura. He is the director or executive director of Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Joliet. Glenn, you with us? Yes. Good hey, morning, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Good to talk with you this morning. Um, so um, our communications director, Mary, was looking through Twitter, as she always does, and found um, an interesting photo that uh, kind of caught our eye. And it was uh, uh, over 200 cars waiting for a mobile food pantry at one of your locations in Plainfield. That's a lot of cars. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Really? Uh, we were at... Uh, St. Mary Nativity Church in Plainfield, oh, yeah. and the picture was from a drone, and uh, showed over, like I said, 200 cars, but do you realize that we had over 500 cars to- in total come through wow. uh, in an amazing uh, event that we had? Uh, and it all started with, um, we had a, a mobile food pantry at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Joliet, and we had to turn away over 75 cars. And so we we work in close relationship with the Northern Illinois Food Bank, and uh, they were kind enough to allow us to have two trucks full to the the brim, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we the, the the cars come through, they pop the trunk, we give the food, and there's uh, no interaction other than popping the trunk and really? bringing food in. Yeah. yeah, and so it's a it's a people get the same food. They get the yep. same whatever it is meals or whatever from. Yeah, no, well, it's all nutritious food. Right. You know, it's uh, fresh food, uh, vegetables, meat. Uh, so yeah, they That's... they get the same amount. And 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 Glenn, so you, you guys, you did this. Um, when was that picture taken? I don't know. Um, uh, that was uh, that was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And are you doing right. these every week, or how does that work? We try. Uh, we can do as many as we have funding for, okay. and uh, we try to schedule. Oh, it, the average is probably about one a week now. We try to go everywhere in our our diocese. Uh, for example, we were just in Plainfield, Wilmington, Bradley, okay. Joliet. You're moving around. Okay. Yes, we. Yeah. And and how does word get out that uh, this food mobile food bank is going to be there? Uh, that goes through the a, a lot through uh, word of mouth. It, uh, the local churches are informed of it. The local food pantries are informed of it. Okay. And, uh, okay. We also have a phone number that people can call just to find out where a, a mobile food pantry is in their area. Yeah. So. And so you've done quite uh, quite a few of these. Um, and and uh, how, uh, th- how give us some sense of like what the need is like out there. What are what when people drive up? What are they? What are they saying? Uh, it, it, they just don't have enough money to feed their families. Is that it's, the bottom it, that's line? It's with the unemployment uh, yeah. going 
on the roof, really. Uh, and what we've had is just phenomenal. Just to give you an idea, and we got statistics before you called, oh, wow. um, the latest is that um, we are averaging typically during a month 175 families come through. Um, and now we had in the last two months, we averaged 1,333 families. I mean, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, that's a lot. And so you, you're getting the food from the, the Northern Illinois Food Bank. Is that where it generally comes from? And it comes yeah. down to you. And then you guys distribute it um, in these type of arrangements. What, what are, so what, what are people's reaction? I mean, they must be very grateful that they have this uh, available to them. Oh, it, it's found We've had people when it opens up. Um, say, if, if it opened up at eleven o'clock, people in the morning, people will start forming in the lines like at six o'clock in the morning. Wow. I mean, just to show you how yeah. desperate people are for yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and in Plainfield, I mean that area. That, I mean that that church is a bit is a large church, but you know, it, it seems like you know Plainfield has grown by leaps and bounds in the last couple of years, and boy, it seems like, but the need for, it's it, layoffs are probably really hitting pretty hard. That's what's going on. Oh, a- absolutely. Layoffs, furloughs, uh, and, and people are just watching what they're spending and how they're spending it. It's, it's what we kind of see every, every day in a, a much lower capacity, but, you know, people are making decisions. They pay for prescription medicine, do they pay for food, they pay for shelter, uh, utilities, uh, you know, and yeah. you can help them with food. That's great. You guys operate, in addition to this program, you operate a number of other programs out there. I know you also do a lot of work with homeless individuals, and you have that center in Joliet. I think it's called the Daybreak Center. Um, and and are you, you're feeding those people and providing toiletries to them as well? Uh, we are, Bob. Um, we Actually, we have two shelters, one in Villa Park and the other in Joliet. And uh, the one in Joliet, as in one in Villa Park, we've had to close uh, because of distancing. We just we couldn't handle it. Uh, so we were fortunate enough to get the hotels and motels, and uh, we have now 60 people sheltered. And every day we have a case manager come to the site and maintaining social distance, uh, providing just a wellness check, uh, supply uh, toiletries, mm-hmm. we supply food vouchers and food itself. Glenn, how is like other sort of emergency emergency services and homeless prevention? How has that been impacted by the pandemic? Um, well, that is on the rise too. And yeah. fortunately, through the CARES Act, we've been able to get more food, and it, it's just amazing. And I, I can't tell you how grateful we are for the donations, the private foundations, other grant opportunities are there uh, to provide money for um, our the vulnerable in our community, and. Uh, I'm concerned that even though the short term it, we look really good, the long term, the longer this goes on, yeah. uh, I just is going to dry up. I think. And, but yeah, right now it's pretty good. that's an interesting observation that uh, I I would confirm that 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 I think there's been a lot. Uh, the response has been very uh, positive and overwhelming at first, but you can't sustain that forever. <laughs> you know that that's that's a good point. At, at some point in time, you know these resources are going to start to decrease, and we hope that they'll continue. But that may not happen, and and that's a real concern. I know I, I know you and some of the other providers out there have been pleasantly surprised by the reaction of people coming forward with grants and resources, but. Uh, they can't sustain that forever. I mean, it, it, eventually we got to sort of figure out how we can get people back to, you know, providing for their own as much as possible in this in mm-hmm. this crazy environment. Um, I know you guys do a lot of work out in, in the diocese with seniors, too. You have that telephone reassurance program for senior citizens. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Okay, and we just actually started. We had a, we got this grant a few months ago, and it was very timely. So we do have uh, for seniors who would uh, like us to call and check up on them. Uh, right. There's a, a number available, and we hired a full time person to to do that. And in addition to that, we have because of, uh, for example, in Kankakee County, we've had congregate meals, and they've all been closed down. And to um, uh, face-to-face have been closed on. So we do wellness checks for all the people that uh, come to congregate meals, too. It's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, – seniors are, are perhaps the most vulnerable, sure. and uh, they're afraid to have people come to their homes. So it's really vital that we do make these phone calls to them. Glenn, how's your staff handling this? Because you guys are on the front lines, and, you know, social workers still have to – for the most part, directly deal with individuals one-on-one, and, and some are in, in kind of precarious, dangerous situations. How are they handling this? Uh, they're doing really well now. I mean, it, but uh, and we're, we rotate people as much as we can, but, you know, they're, they often have you know, little children to take care of at right. home. They may have relatives at home that they're taking care of. So they're, they're definitely in the front line, and... Uh, they are they're true essential workers out there. They are really helping people get sure. through this, and they need help too. And uh, we have counseling available for them as well. And uh, it's it's tough. And then the longer this goes on, the more difficult it is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's what, that's that's the concern that I think that we're relying on the stamina of those individuals that you're indicating uh, that you're talking about. And, and they've been really strong for the last, well, this has been going on for now, what, over two months, maybe three months, but you know, at some point in time we have to, uh, they, they probably need a little bit of relief. And I'm sure many of us do as well. Um, Glenn, tell us if somebody wants to donate or give items, um, how is, what's the best way to do that, to uh, no. do that for Catholic charities and Joliet? Actually, the best way to do that is really to go to their website, and and that's uh, www.catholiccharitiesjoliet.org. And what they have there, if uh, there's a an Amazon link that has our wish list, oh. so if you click on it and you go, you'll see you know, tons of items that really we're, we're in need of. So <clears throat> we we definitely need food, and if they go to the wish list there, it, it'd be perfect. Um, and you can see exactly what we need and how much we need. And also, as we're, you know, we are thinking about reopening again, and we're planning for it. And it's much easier to shut a program off than it is to start up again. Sure, I can imagine. And, uh, yeah, we've been having meetings on how we're going to do that. And you know, we have 39 programs, and it's more like a dial as opposed to an on-off switch uh, where we gradually – get up to full speed, and it will never be probably up to full speed as we knew it, um, prior to the pandemic. But basically we need food, um, but money would be good because then we can go to the Northern Illinois Food Bank and get food at a, a highly discounted rate. And also the personal protective equipment, such as masks and sanitizers, we're going to really need desperately, particularly when we start our uh, Head Start program up where we have 800 right. children coming every day, and they have to have masks and sanitizer, yeah. and that's going to be fun. <laughs> so the way to uh, get involved and, and participate and give some money and relief is uh, go to www.catholiccharitiesjoliet.org. Is it org? Org, yeah, dot org. Yeah. And there's a, a, there's an icon there. There's an Amazon wish list, and there you can um, buy food 
or uh, the other items that uh, that the organization is looking for. Glenn, thanks so much for taking some time this morning. Very very good information. Oh, oh my pleasure, Bob. Great. Take, Take care. care now. Thank you. You too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bye. That was Glenn Van Curie, everybody, from the Diocese of Joliet. Don't go away, though. We're going to come back with Jeff Rogers. Jeff produced a film. Uh, it's called Blind Eyes Open. It's about uh, human trafficking, and it's a very compelling film, and I really would urge you to take a look at it. Jeff's going to be on the line here in a minute and talk about uh, that new film that just came out. This is Bob Gilligan. Don't go away. We'll be right back.